Hey, welcome to Summer Camp Programming Podcast. This is Kurt. This is Chris. And today, or for this episode, I am going to throw out some ideas to Chris uh, as far as like programming ideas to do at camp that I'm guessing he doesn't do right now. And see if uh, if there are ideas that he would he would go for or thinks has merit i don't i don't know we're, we're... I, wasn't it like a game show like will he eat it <laughs> and I feel like will chris do it will he do it <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah it's just i thought this would be an interesting one so chris i know you yes. do different things you do a lot of very cool stuff that other camps don't do and uh you quote unquote steal ideas from other places <laughs> and and things that you don't like to kind of get into a pocket and stay in there. You'd like to expand and and try new things out. So you've done a lot of different things. Um, I'm not sure if you've done the things that I'm going to throw out uh, to you, but let's let's just find out. Uh, th- these are def- these are things that I want to do. If mm-hmm. I ever have my own camp or what have you, or maybe, you know, get other camps to do so I could just visit and watch. There you go. Participate. <laughs> come. We'll try it <laughs> So the first one is an obstacle course and, and having like an obstacle race course, I guess, uh, that would, I mean, you know, with the, with the, the events like Spartan race, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mud runs and that type of thing obstacles that maybe would be like a hay bale pyramid or hay bale hurdles monkey bars you know maybe some american ninja type yeah the the wall and and uh you can do tube crawls and tight ropes and everything would you ever do anything like that oh totally so we we actually several years before i got here they had kind of an american ninja warrior setup almost they had (laughs) okay the netting that you climbed up, you you walked tightrope things, you climbed walls, you I mean kind of all of that, um, and and it was I've seen pictures of I mean we we have them hanging up in our history um, stuff and it's really cool I'm like I would totally bring that back. The problem with it that that we've seen I think the problem why they had to get rid of it is everything um, you there's so much like just like with a ropes course and stuff with inspections and things like that. And so to put in some kind of obstacle course is a lot of money to yeah. get that to be done correctly, well, and safe. Safe, sure. Um, that that makes it a little bit difficult. But we actually, um, we are talking about doing a mud run as one of our fundraisers um, because of how our camp is made with the creek and the hills and stuff. Like, it wouldn't take building of anything. It's just we're going to utilize the hills. We're going to utilize, utilize paths in the creek to kind of create our own mud run. Well, I think if you, if you use hay bales, I mean, you don't mm-hmm. need any, that's, yeah. they're, they're pretty cheap um, to yeah. use. They're just, they just make a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you put tires out where they kind of have to, you know, put their feet in the tires and go across, yep. um, that's, that's pretty easy. And then you can add things, you, you know, like a, you know, those survivor puzzles mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, maybe an orienteering course or you don't have a lake, so you couldn't canoe, but no. another camp could do that. And then there's always, you can always, I don't know if you've seen them, but, you know, the the places that rent the blow-up jump houses. Yep. There's big ones that are like obstacle course oh, yeah. type blow-ups. Yeah. And uh, you can always rent one of those. 
Oh yeah, totally. No, I'd be all for that. I'm saying some the last couple of camps I was at, we ran kind of our own little obstacle course too. I mean, even at the Boy Scout camp, we made it a relay, and yeah. so one one section of the relay was somebody carrying. You know, you had two people carrying a team member on a cot, kind of like the I don't right. remember what it's called, but like the the nurses at a at a football game or things like that, and um, where you have this the canoe across the thing, or they they also during the week built a cardboard boat, and part of the relay was they had to hop exactly. in that boat and go across the pool. Um, for that, and so they had to make it across. But oh yeah, which, which I love the idea of you know obstacle courses or these these fun runs or mud runs mm-hmm. or whatever. But doing it as a team, maybe yes. three or four people. Like back in the day, they had the high tech challenge, high tech the shoe company. Um, but it was a it was a outdoor team run mm-hmm. that was like that, and and uh, I love that idea of having you know four people on a team you know, eco challenge style of yeah. race. You know, you mentioned uh the cardboard boat races and that was on my list as well. Have you done that before? Um not here. Um I have done that before. We did that um when I was at Manitoumi. We spent we had we called it uh boat time each day that they had about an hour each day that they can kind of go and work with their group mm-hmm. um and really make their boat and then the last day we had the race. And part of the race too was also you could win win by actually winning the race or you can also win in design okay and so we'd have some groups that would like dude forget the race we're gonna <laughs> sink but we're gonna make our boat look really cool so we win the design challenge dragon first. head and, yeah. yeah oh yeah and got the big sail they use you know <laughs> different things. um and we've done it where you know they get one roll of duct tape that's all they get that's Oof. all they can use but there was it was our cardboard recycling room you could take as much cardboard as you want, but you only get one roll of duct tape. You can't use anything more than that and no other outside supplies. You can't go buy more duct tape. You can't no buy rope. Plastic sheets so, or anything yeah, like that. It, whatever bags. was in the room. Gotcha. And, and sometimes like our, I know our cook would like throw milk jugs in there too. Okay. So they knew like, oh, and so you you really wanted to be. It was funny. The campers would be like, as soon as that cardboard time was there, like we had to get in there first. We got to see what's new and available. What the cooks have thrown down here to see what what's good. What and we did, can did was it um, in the pool or was it? On we a did lake? it through the pool. Yeah, because okay. I we didn't. I've never had a lake. Yeah. And so at the and well, do you have a pool at your property now or no? We do. Um, and my maintenance director would shoot me. If I put any kind of what he would consider garbage into our pool, he would I think he would probably have a heart attack. That's fine. Uh, and then attempt to kill me afterwards. <laughs> so. All right. All right. My next one is color war. You don't okay, do a color war, right? We we don't do a color war correctly. Um correctly, one of the okay. yeah. The very well so I heard about Color War, and in my mind, and what I saw apparently on TV, was you buy the color powder, and you essentially a, have... No, 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 that's a color run. I know. Well, now I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that then. And so we did this whole thing. I advertised Color War, all this, and then we did that, where we just threw color at each other, pretty much. <laughs> and we're, we're done, I'm like... I don't know. That wasn't like took 10 minutes and this was a lot of money to buy all this stuff. Why are people so excited about doing a color war? (laughs) And then I actually, I got your book on, um, yeah, I think it was a, a round table on color wars. Right, the tips and tricks. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't do a color <laughs> war anywhere near correctly. I'm like, I'm pretty sure not one of the tips and tricks was even by color powder. 
<laughs> we have so not funny. done it. We've talked about doing it. And a lot of that is it seems to be some pre-camp setup of even letting the kids know, like, hey, you're on the blue team. You're on the... So they can kind of bring their own colors and things like that for the big final night. Of well, whatever. you know, a lot of the a lot of the big traditional camps that do these epic color wars, mm-hmm. you know, very big with JCC camps. Yes. Uh, but they, <clears throat> the kids come in, and if, if it's your first time at camp, you you don't know your color when you're coming in, but you get assigned your color. Uh-huh. And then you stay on that color for the life, for life, basically. So you come really? next summer, you're still on the red oh, team. That's if, if that's what you come the summer after, you're still on the red. That is your team for life. So then they know, okay, yeah, I bring red mm-hmm. clothing. Um, other than that, I think the first year probably get maybe a bandana or you get some face paint and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe you bring, you know, I don't know what color I'm going to be. So I'll bring a red shirt and a blue shirt. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I'm going to bring some color powder to throw at people. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> That's what it's all about. It made a really cool slow motion video. That's all I have from the whole the whole time of doing it. <laughs> so, okay, Color War, you, you would do that. All right, my I next one, that. Hot Wheels Tournament. Okay, now is this where you have, like, the race car track? Exactly. Okay, so yes. it's, a, it's a track that kind of swoops down, mm-hmm. and you get six, five or six cars. Yep. At the top, they all go at the same time and you race. So basically, the kids would pick their car, you know, mm-hmm. and be like, that's the car I think is going to make it. And so you have tournament and yep. just watch them. To me, I never did it at camp, but I, I would love to. I think it would be so much fun to really kind of set up this whole tournament style yeah. and have these Hot Wheels cars. We, I say we did have it. We used to do a kind of like a carnival day at the end. And so it was less of a tournament and more of a station at the carnival gotcha. kind of thing. So I think if we did it, so I have the tracks, I have all the Hot Wheels and stuff. And we've talked about doing it. How can we set it up so that it becomes like, hey, you're, you're working on your Hot Wheel. You're even like, whatever, lubing up the tires, whatever you can do to kind of really make well, it Well, if you're going to do cool. it, you might as well go Pine Derby at that point. Yeah, and just do the, the <laughs> But then they got to cut the wood. That's, That's true. Wood. No, yeah, I think with, because uh, this is very Pine Derby-ish. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to, you know, it's just, yeah. I, I like, you know, this car and, mm-hmm. you know, but and kind of let them play. We've talked about even doing the Lego races where they, they'd have a bunch of Legos and then the, the Lego car wheels and stuff. And so oh, using the same track, but they get to build a car to race on it. And All so right. we've talked about adding that in with it. That's a cool idea. All right. So what about an amazing race? Yes, I, I would do it. Um, I haven't done it here. I've done it at two other camps, and we used to okay. do it at school. Um, we spent a whole day at school that we actually did Amazing Race there. Okay. Um, but I have your Amazing Race book, and, and I really want your new Amazing Race book now because it's gorgeous in book form. <laughs> and and it's a real book on Amazon that just came. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I added I added a few things, too. Really? Ooh, um, now, see, now I'm going to have to get it. A few intersections. Okay. So amazing race you're down for. How about a camper garage sale? Now with camper garage sale, this is kids bring and and this came from one of the round tables. Okay. Uh, basically, you set up, you set aside a day, certain time of the day, and the kids bring a few of their toys that they really want to quote unquote sell, but it's more of a trade. So they uh-huh. come, they set up their toys, they get their little area. 
And then they get to go around and look at other people, what other people have, and be like, okay, well, I want to trade my robot for his car. And so he or she brings it over and says, hey, do you want to to do a trade? But it's set up like a garage sale. Uh, Would you ever do anything like that? So this is probably the only one I will actually, and I haven't looked at all yours yet, but I would probably not do this one. Okay. And the reason for that is, is where we're at, we have a lot of parents who are, are highly involved. Maybe people would call them helicopter parents. Mm-hmm. And I can see the phone calls coming from this on, well, my kid said he felt bullied into getting to trading his thing, mm-hmm. but he didn't really want to trade this toy. And is there any way we can get that toy back? And so I, I can see that being a huge fiasco here at So I will camp. say, and that's a good point, I will say that in this person's um, uh, submission, she did talk about how th- all the things had to be parent approved. You had mm-hmm. to you had yeah. to be like on a list and parent had to sign off on it. And the kids were told if you bring this and somebody, you know, and, and you make a switch, there are no switchbacks or anything like that. Hadn't thought about the bully kind of mm-hmm. scenario, but um and this is really a day camp thing. It's not an overnight yeah. camp situation. Yeah. So, all right. So you'll pass on that one. Mm-hmm. That, that one I would pass Okay. On. For overnight camp, how about a full moon madness? And this one comes from Tink. And she at her camp, what they do is they stay up later at night. And they do the things like glow in the dark, capture the flag. And they do all these activities. Because, you know, it's summer. It doesn't quite get dark. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it gets dark early. So sometimes you have to kind of wait till later to really do an event. But there's all these late night events, and it's only at a full moon. So this happens, what, once a month? or Uh um, And so it's only at a full moon. And then the next morning, they get to sleep in a little longer. Would you do something like that? So interesting that you ask me that. We just did this last night. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) we, We call it camp after hours. Okay. Um, and we only do it for our teen week. It's a special event for the teens, not for the younger kids. Um, and we do um, so we do night laser tag. And so they get to play laser tag at night, which is really cool. Um, we have night nature center. Um, a lot of our animals are nocturnal. And so they're up and active and mm. crazy at night. So they get to go see that. Um, everyone's favorite is the, um, we call it glow in the dark zip line. Um, and so you zip line, but you have a glow stick hanging from your trolley. And otherwise, it's completely dark. You can't see nice. anything else. So you have no idea how far from the ground you are. Night hikes, stargazing, s'mores. Um, we do all that. Um, and we even tied, last night we did a little bit different. We started off with a trivia night. Um, so we started that about 8.15, did the trivia. And then when that was over, we went and did all the outside stuff. Went to bed at 12.40 something last night. Um, okay. And then they got to sleep in until 10 today. Right. And so they they had their specials, and then we because it's the teen week, we all, we do other fun things like we brought in Dunkin' Donuts this morning, and the coffee, and the ice cream, you know, and just really made it up big. So all right, so you, th- this is something you already do. So yeah, so we've been doing this, um, well, two years now that we've had our teen week, but I've done it before with some younger ones too. So this is especially for teen week. Yeah, and it was something. I mean, we I would probably say it would be okay to do with most other. Groups, I think the little kids would love it too. But we wanted to have something special that was specifically yeah. for our teens. Fair enough. So that way we help build that age group too. So they can say, oh, I, I can't wait to be a teen so I can get do the after hours night. All right. Um, so you're already down with that one. Yep. How about vehicle day? Now with vehicle day, um, <laughs> you bring in or, you you know, you had to obviously this takes a lot of coordination. But you have the police department bring in, a you know, their cool vehicles. Um, could be a SWAT 
van, could be car, could be a helicopter. You have, you know, maybe the National Guard in your area bringing something. You have a dump truck come in. You have, you know, just all these vehicles, construction vehicles that kids wouldn't normally get to go up to and get on and in. And, you know, search and rescue vehicles and, and everything else. Would you do anything like that? This is a maybe because it is. I, I see the amount of prep work involved in this mm-hmm. and go and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'd want. I know in, in years past here they've had because we're on the way through to a National Guard airport here. And so we always have the big double copter helicopters that fly over and the kids love it. They right, think it's the right. coolest thing or just to watch it fly. And so to have one land, they would be really amazed by that. But yeah, the the prep work involved, and then also making sure, like, okay, please don't tear up their vehicles. Please don't <laughs> go break anything and really watching that. I, I, it would it would be amazing. Well, whoever brings in the vehicle would be doing that. They'd yeah. Be, you know. <laughs> I'm, um, maybe. I'm putting okay. maybe on that one. Pillow Fight Tournament. Have you seen my post on this? No. Okay, this is a, this is a Japanese thing. It's dodgeball meets pillow fighting. And you throw pillows and you start off kind of in your sleeping bag. And then you get up and you start throwing pillows and it's dodgeball related. And one person would hold up like their sleeping bag as a shield, but only (laughs) one of them can do that. And there's a couple other rules, but you should check out the post. And uh, I wonder if that'd be something that I like that. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I say I have to. My program director is looking for some new because we've been doing. I mean, we we got a couple weeks left here of camp. We're kind of getting like, oh, all right, counselors are sick of these games. Let's mix it up. <laughs> I'll have to tell them about that one. I, we could probably. I see us doing that next week. So. Take 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 a look at the post. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Check that out. What about marble runs? Um. Is this where like you build the tubes? Okay. So there's two ways to do this. One okay. is you have the the big. You, you can buy those big marble runs where you put marbles in mm-hmm. and they go down, yeah, tubes and, and circles and, and all that stuff. The marbles come out one at a time, but they pass each other and everything else. So it's kind of the same thing with the, the whole racing with the Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to come in first? So each team or each cabin might have their, their marble or maybe two marbles and in the tournament. Second way is if you have a a sloped dirt road or sand road or something and you make kind of a track. Oh yes. And I've then seen that. you let them go. Now these those both those ways and the Hot Wheels, for anyone listening, look them up on YouTube. There are some videos that you will watch. You'll be like, I can watch this all day long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. they're fascinating. They're simple, but they're just so fascinating to watch and they're fun to watch, but Marble runs. Either way, would you would you go for it? So we don't have any slopes here at all. Okay. Um, I either have like straight down valley or flat, <laughs> okay. which is why our slip and slides suck here. But <laughs> um, I would if I had something like that. Now we do. I call it theme park challenge, um, and we let the kids. We give them foam foam tubes uh-huh. and duct tape and cardboard boxes, and they build roller coasters for their marbles. Right. Um. So it's not so much a challenge against each other where they're just, they have to build a roller coaster that has a loop and hills and curves and things like that. Gotcha. But, okay. but yeah, oh, I've seen the one where it's even people commentating on it 
um, of like five marbles going down the sand hill. Yep, yep. And yep. oh, it's amazing, right? I'm like, I would love <laughs> to have like something like that. All right, bubble ball soccer. So we have this. Um, we call it Zorb soccer. Zorb. Yep, exactly. Yep. Um, the the other term was knocker balls. I've I've heard knocker uh, balls. I heard that one. Okay. Yeah. So we have the Zorb soccer, um, and we put it away this year because um, we noticed it was getting old. The kids are kind of getting tired of it. And so we want to, mm. we've had, we played it for four years. We're going to put it away for four years, bring it back out, make it the new big new thing again. The thing we've learned with it, we have 20 Zorbs. Um, so that way a cabin could play against another cabin. Uh-huh. And it takes about an hour. We use a um, leaf blower to blow them up. It takes an hour to get everything out of its boxes, blown up, ready to go. And it has about a 15 to 20 minute play time. And then the kids are like, all right, I'm done. I'm hot. Mm. This is sweaty. I'm tired. And then they're done. And it's like, okay, this is not oh, <laughs> an interesting hour okay. put away. And so um, now we've done, I've done even special retreats in the fall. Um, we call it Zorb Sports League. And so they would come for an hour and we had different games you played with it that were already like we played. Um, uh, the first week always has to be just king of the hill pretty much knock into each right, other because right. if you don't do that get first, it out of your system yeah you're, they're never gonna do it and then you do <laughs> soccer we did kickball with it um the kickball worked really well because you could catch the ball inside the hole in the head <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. or if it's a grounder what you do is you use your zorb and you touch the ball and then you become it essentially and so then you could just go oh, okay. run and smack into the runner nice. to get okay cool um and we've done capture the flag with it things like that but yeah, we put it away for a few years because the kids were, they were like when it became Zorb Day, they're like, ah, because okay. those things are, they're like little, like greenhouses. And they, I mean, even when we would have them out and ready to go, if we left them in one part of the grass too long, it would burn that, that kind of donut design into the grass right? because they just, they, they're hot and they're sweaty and just gross. And I remember, uh, we had this, this teen, events when i was working for parks and rec and we got the sumo suits we rented those mm-hmm. where it's like you run and oh, you yeah. blow them up and everything else and it was kind of the same thing where the kids were like uh, like after the, the first kid would sweat yeah. so much in it the, and then the next, next kid would get in and be like oh yuck and slip right nobody in. else <laughs> wanted to do it it's such a waste we're yeah. like never mind we're never renting these again mm-hmm. all and right Good the Zorbs are cool too. Uh, they're expensive. They're about we paid two hundred dollars each for them. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I actually have. I'll put a link on where I got mine from. But they're quality, right? They don't pop. They're and... very nice. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we and the way we did it too is we asked for donations, and so we let people if they paid two hundred dollars towards the Zorb, they got to name it, and so all of the oh. Zorbs have a little design on the side and whatever. So like we have a, a ugly baby Zorb. We have a. Um, Oh, I, there's so many different names. Uh, there's a Superman Zorb. There's a Yoda Zorb. Cool. Um, and so then the kids like that too. Like, I want Yoda. I'm calling Yoda. You know, they <laughs> hop into that one. But so, and you said ten dollars to sponsor it, like two hundred. So they oh, paid they paid the two hundred. So they yep. paid for their Zorb. Yep. So they bought the Zorb essentially for the camp and donated towards that. And then it gets that. And you got name. twenty people to do that. I got well, I got ten people to do it. Right. One family was so excited they paid for ten. <gasps> No, so wow! They thought it was a neat thing and something neat for the camp to have. That's and, so paid. and then we did a special party for those. Like, if you bought a Zorb, you could have a special time where you and your family and friends could come out for free 
and right and on. play at camp now and i've brought it to That's schools too and i will tell people if you get these don't bring them to indoor stuff because the gym floors scuff the plastic on the zorbs oh and so we used to have gorgeous you can see through them and really and then i brought them to a gym and it scuffed them really? so bad Interesting. yeah and so now you can hardly see through our zorbs anymore so we so only, only play, play them on grass by, yep okay That's it. gotcha all right rc now, RC cars, you could set up a track. RC boats, if you have a lake or if you have a, a pond or something. I'm not sure about doing airplanes or anything else, but RC cars or, or boats, would you do that? Oh, totally. We actually looked into doing this this year because um, we have a weird area at camp that's like not used a whole lot. And we're like, let's build an RC track and okay. get some RC cars. Um, my problem is I don't know a lot about them. Yeah. And so we look some up on Amazon and they range from like, forty dollars to like four hundred dollars you know like and so i'm like if i get the forty dollar one how how awful is it compared to the you know so i have a guest post on on my site some a guy who owns an rc shop and uh check that out and reach out to him he'll help you out you know just at least give you information and that was i was our plan we said there's a place not far from us um that does this they have like a it's like a hobby store and so yep, we're like, in yep. the fall, we're just going to go to this hobby store and figure it all out and see there what we go. need to get. There you but. go. Yeah, cool. All right. So you're down with that one. Yes. How about doing, have you ever done like a camp-wide video, like a, a lip dub type of thing where all the kids are lip syncing a song? So yes and no. Okay. I, I have I, I have done it. I will probably never do it again. Uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the one we did too is a little bit different. It was more, I've seen the ones where it's like one continuous shot right. and it's amazing. And I'm just, it baffles me because the the one I did was like, okay, here's your line. All right. Everyone say your line. Okay. Let's try that again. Okay. Everyone say, okay, let's try it again. And I, I just wanted to like, this is awful. This is the worst <laughs> thing ever. Um, and so I cannot imagine those camps that do this where they're like sitting on a golf cart or something and just do this one continuous shot and everyone's got their spot and what they say. It's amazing. It's incredible. And I admire those videos even more now, <laughs> right. but I have done it and I will not do it ever again. So. All right. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. With, with that said, that was the last one I had on my list. Is there any program that you've done that is that other camps don't really do? It's kind of unique that you were so glad you just, I mean, it was like you hit it out of the park with that one. I, well, we have a lot of stuff here, and I know this, I, our tomahawk range is something we've had for a few years, and other camps are like, oh, that's so scary. You can, how do you do this? And I'm like, we, we go through all the safety. We get, you know, everything's checked. and And then this last year, like, tomahawk like restaurants and bars became yeah, this yeah. thing and so now everyone's like oh this is amazing i'm like we've we've been doing it for three years <laughs> now it's amazing and so i love that and i the kids love it they enjoy it and it's been kind of a fun thing to do and you um, know what those uh those tomahawk bars all they do is sing uh, baby shark yeah. So, just, <laughs> so the, they've taken everything you love and have turned it commercial. Yep. <laughs> I hate when they leave camp to camp. Um, I've seen some videos, though, where like 
that because they don't whatever I, we have different safety regulations in my mind than they have because i've seen videos where the tomahawks are bouncing back at the people i was gonna ask you has that ever happened no because we do it way different okay. <laughs> and so the way we have it and we're not as close as that they are and right there there's no way ours i mean unless they are purposely throwing it i mean we have a counselor down there running it but if they're purposely throwing it wrong it could bounce back and then the counselor says all right you're done get out you right. know but yeah, ours the way with our distance and stuff, they're very safe. So with um, those bars, that's just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming. I, and they're expensive, too, because I, I wanted to go and just try it and see, like, oh, let me see how you do it. I'm like, oh, I could do it free at my camp, <laughs> but I'm going to pay 40 bucks for me to do it for an hour there. I'm like, nah, that ain't going to happen. I love our outdoor ed program. The, we've really gotten into that this year, and so that's been a big kind of new thing. And we do ours... I know a lot of camps do it, and we do ours a little bit differently than other camps, too, where ours is, is kind of not so much on the here's the lesson, let's sit down and and write things down. Ours is more of a doing outdoor ed, kind of more activity-wise, and so I like that. Hey, we should talk about that next episode. We should. <laughs> I, I will t- I'm looking at something hanging in my office this year that was a program I wanted to do this year and that we haven't yet because I just didn't have enough time to figure it out. Um, I have a whip. Um, an eight foot long whip and we were going to do whip cracking and targets and stuff. Yeah. And so I, cause I'm like everything I saw in the day, I found all the curriculum. Here's how you do it. The first time I did it, I hurt myself and then I gave it to my <laughs> ministry director and he has, I have taught him the steps probably 20 times. And every time he hits himself in the back of the head <laughs> with the whip every stinking time. And so I'm like, okay, we're not doing this yet till I can get this figured out. But And I think it's I have an eight-foot-long whip, and a lot of the stuff I've seen with curriculum for younger kids and things like that is it's about five- to six-foot-long whip. So I'm like, maybe my whip is just too long, but I have it down. Huh. It is super cool. It is fun. And I'm like, this would be neat to try. So that's that's something that's on my list to add next year. That's so funny. Have you ever done the uh, PVC um, marshmallow shooters? Yeah, we've had those. The the it's we had the same issue with our blowguns. Is you got to purchase tons of um, alcohol wipes to clean them off. Then after you play with them. Oh, well, so. what I was gonna say is that it sounds like similar in the way where when we had those, we I thought, oh, this is gonna be easy. The kids are gonna love it. And it's very difficult for them to, to do a lot of times. Like they blow, they don't blow hard enough or they blow, they inhale and the, yes. they eat the marshmallow. Yep. Um, or they're running along and they trip and they bust out their teeth. From oh, we the... don't have them running with the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, the... We don't, we stopped yeah. doing that because it was, yeah, that's kind of what it became. But Right, right. All right. Well, those are uh, some cool stuff. If you ever get that down, I want to see a video of the whipping. Definitely. I, I think it's hilarious, though. I was really expecting this entire episode because uh, I know myself is going to be like, oh, yeah, I'd totally try that. Oh, yeah, I'd totally try that. So I'm I'm kind of shocked I had a couple no's. <laughs> I'm up for stealing any ideas like, that Kurt, works. Kurt, that's dumb. I ain't doing that. <laughs> um, I'll try anything once. <laughs> all right, so our, our question of the week, favorite vendor. We talked about a vendor for craft supplies last episode. What about for sports and games supplies? And you, I mean, you buy stuff from tomahawks to, you know, to Zorbs. <laughs> Where do you get your stuff? So I, I don't really have one specific favorite vendor because I, I am a very much a price shopper, and so if yeah. I can find it cheaper, that's who I'm going with. 
Um, what, what about but, like your, your general sports equipment, like balls yeah. and that type of thing? Yeah. So we've used, I think it's Palo Sports, Palo Sports, oh, yeah. however you uh-huh. say it. Um, we use, use them for a lot of stuff. And mainly the reason I've used them is because they send me a huge honking catalog. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I want to try that. And so I get it. You, you don't get a catalog from Flaghouse and SNS? No, they don't. Yeah. I don't really? get any of that. All right. So I haven't. Yeah. You put, I, I'm going to be looking up all the stuff that you have because then I, I want to search out and find things. But we, uh, even our tomahawks and stuff, we've gotten all those off wish.com. Okay. Um, and just bought them from there. So you just waited the two months. Yeah, you wait like and... seven months to get them. <laughs> um, SNS is the first place that I usually check, but sometimes it's kind of the same thing. You know, I, I look at Flag House or, or uh, Palace Sports and uh, BNN and see what the prices are. I think usually when we do kind of an order, we order a lot of stuff before summer. And so we kind of go with whichever company has the most stuff. So it could be like, this is one order and then, you know, one big order instead of, uh, just, Oh, they have the best price on this. They have the best price on this. Mm -hmm. So you're doing, you know, multiple orders. But if there's a specialty, like if you look at archery, you know, we might go yep. with Lancaster archery. We're not we're, yep. where SNS wouldn't have. They have very basic archery stuff, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll go with very specific vendors for that type of thing. Yeah, if I have time, I'll I'll sit and search and try and find it. Otherwise, it's a all right. These people have it. Let's go with it. Exactly. But exactly. Usually, it's Prime. It's Amazon. <laughs> Amazon has a lot of stuff, and you know, a lot of uh, these companies sell yep. on Amazon because they know that. All right. Uh, next Oops. week we are talking about outdoor education or next oh, I'm episode. So <laughs> you are, uh, it's been a while since I've worked outdoor education. That was early on in my career, but, uh, I think I could think of a few things to talk about. <laughs> just a few, <laughs> just a few, just a few <laughs> that list. Uh, I just want to remind everybody if you get just a, you know, 60 seconds to, uh, leave a rating and review for us. Um, it could just be a couple of words. It would it would really be appreciated. And if you ever want to uh, reach out to us, uh, just to let us know, hey, here's a topic that might be good. Here's you know somebody who uh, would be good to interview for on something program related, uh, whether that be even yourself, uh, or if you just want to say hi, then please. Yeah reach out to us and and, uh, say hi. Let us know what's up. Or do you have an idea that you want to see if it works? See if Chris will do it. (laughs) That's right. Let you know. (laughs) Make sure he understands that it's not color run, it's color war. (laughs) You may have to explain it to me first, but I'm willing to try it. (laughs) Uh, Well, from around the campfire, this has been Chris and Kurt. Thank you so much for listening to us. Here's what happens when I get the time zones mixed up and I call Chris two hours early to start recording podcast episodes. Here's here's the cons for it. So we actually put it away this year. We put it in the storage. Um, why do I have an alarm going off? Oh my goodness. Oh, because that's my, hey, get ready for Kurt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are you ready to start? <laughs> <laughs> Good night.
<laughs> like, what? Alarm set. All right, let's try this again. La, 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 la.